0: what we run into a lot and you've seen this just cause you met so many producers in there is a lot of people will rely only on their network mm-hmm. to get projects and they'll trick themselves into thinking they know how to get work because they have work from their network because they are talented and they're good. And that's all fantastic. That's great. Um, but it doesn't replace having the skill in your back pocket because what then happens and you're, you're just starting out now, but um, are not starting out now, but you're in the early stages of full time. Mm-hmm. But what I see a lot and what you've seen with the guys, you know, 10 years into full time when they realize, oh crap, all of my work kind of came from my network and my circle and Mm -hmm. those circles have changed or dissolved or moved or whatever, or my work came from this platform or this person. And that thing is kind of not what it was or they're not around. And they realize it's, it's, it's a scarier feeling to realize, man, I don't really know how to procure my own work 10 years in to be in full time, (laughs) your identities. Yeah. Yeah. into it and, and all that. All right. Hey, Music Pro Daily family. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. If you're new to the show, Music Pro Daily is where professional music producers talk about the business side of their careers. And our mission is to make that stuff just way less taboo to talk about and do it in a way that is real and valuable to all of you. I'm your host, Daniel Grimmett, and this show is brought to you by my company, Dark Label Music. Dark Label is a private business support community specifically designed for professional music producers. Our community consists of esteemed individuals ranging from multi-platinum Grammy-nominated producers to renowned music YouTubers and music tech founders. Our main objective is to foster an environment where members can collaborate, support one another, and cultivate long-term careers while launching new business ventures that provide financial stability, creative freedom, and lifestyle flexibility. Check out darklabelmusic.com for more information about that. So today, I'll be talking to one of our clients here at Dark Label, pop music producer and songwriter John Cavanis, about his journey making the leap to full-time music production. We talk about how your first year as a full-time music producer can set the standard for what the rest of your career will be like long-term and what pitfalls you must avoid early on. Going full-time doesn't mean that you've made it. It means that things have just begun. Enjoy the conversation thanks for doing this let's uh just start with who you are where you're from and what you do
1: yeah so my name' is John I am currently based in Denver Colorado and I'm a music producer audio engineer and songwriter
0: awesome man and a legend in the making something <laughs> <I'm> going for <laughs> <laughs> a legend in the making what was the uh so so you've been in Dark Label now in our community for what, a little over six months, I think, seven months Mm -hmm. or so. Um, Describe, just so people have some context, describe the situation or scenario you were in kind of before you, right before you came into uh, Dark Label and we started working together.
1: Absolutely. So, I, um, before kind of making this transition into full time music, I was working in marketing. Um, and so I had been kind of doing that to pay the bills for you know my entire adult life, um, and you know it was it was something where I had always wanted to move to music production full time, but I didn't think I could pull it off, and so I put it off for a lot of years. And then um, at the end of last year, I kind of began this process of you know turning down marketing work, um, finishing up projects for clients, and just kind of saying okay. 2023, I'm gonna, you know, try to make this thing happen. And it was around that time that I became aware of Dark Label. Um, I've been watching Dan's videos, I've been, you know, I've been watching make pop music stuff for years at that point. And so, you know, I was kind of like already aware of this circle of people. Um, I just didn't know about Dark Label yet. Um, And then, uh, you know, you and I were having some conversations. And I think it was actually... You know, right as I was about to kind of take the dive into, you know, full time music production, where you and I had uh, some really just, you know, pretty mindset altering conversations, uh, you know, things that made me infinitely more prepared to do this than I was even, you know, even before then. Um, So, yeah, I would say that's like, that's like kind of a good summary of, of where I was at, I guess, before, before kind of diving into this.
0: Yeah. Love it. What, and what was kind of the main problem or problems you were hoping to solve kind of coming into uh, this process, working together?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I would say as somebody who had been working as a music producer part-time for, you know, about a year and a half at that point, um, I, I thought I knew what I needed to know to take it full-time. And, you know, the more I got into it, the more I started thinking through these different situations and like, okay, how, how do I get clients? How do I build my brand? How do I approach you know kind of the business mentality just in general? Um, I realized the you know I, I didn't know <laughs> what I needed to know uh, to kind of get things going, and so um, yeah, it was just it was just kind of a matter of you know seeing uh, yourself and Dark Label as you know this this unbelievable resource that would allow me to um, you know hopefully have have the support that i needed um to to actually make this thing work uh rather than just trying to do it all myself and you know making you know any huge mistakes
0: (laughs) why not do it yourself
1: i think you know the the reality was you know and I, i i guess i i learned this kind of in the process of being in dark label this wasn't something that i was really aware of at the beginning of the year when i started this but I think through the process of working with you guys, there were so many things that I could have done on my own, <laughs> um, but probably would have resulted in me burning out or stopping or just not. Cause, you know, I guess a good example would be, um, you know, kind of the, the process of taking on my first few clients full time. Um, it was so overwhelming at first. It kind of felt like I was just messing up in a big way. And I think if I didn't have, you know, kind of that outside perspective of talking to you or, you know, talking to uh, James, like it, it would have been, um, it, it might, it might have done me in <laughs> a little bit if I, if I didn't have, you know, anybody else to talk to you about it or, or anybody else's experience to kind of work off of in that, in that way.
0: Sometimes just some validation that we're doing the right thing yeah. when it feels like <laughs> the wrong thing is super important. I was talking to a kid on the phone yesterday young producer in, in LA about this and I was like, yeah, no, a lot of times like you're doing the right thing, but because you don't have clarity of what you're, what you're trying to achieve, what the end game is, mm-hmm. you're not sure if you're even doing the right thing. And then you're <laughs> scattering around like a, you know, yeah. a fish in open waters and uh, just going in all these different directions and all around and doing, <laughs> doing a lot of the the right things at the wrong time maybe, or, or maybe you are doing the right thing. You just need to keep doing it. Um, mm-hmm. so I think just perspective on that is, uh, I know that's, that's the benefit I get out of some of the things I'm a part of a hundred percent. Yeah. So, well, what, uh, what was kind of the final result? What were big takeaways from working together? Big things you learn, any results, wins you want to share, um, whatever you're comfortable sharing.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. So, I mean, ultimately like my biggest takeaway from dark label is just, that I, I need more knowledge, (laughs) you know, that I, I think I, I went into this, this, uh, starting this business a little bit cocky and, um, you know, I got tossed around a little bit by the process and, um, you know, being a part of the community, talking to you, talking to the other, you know, mentors, um, in the program, it, it just opened my eyes to, you know, this whole world of like, people are doing this for real, you know, people are, are doing this to make a living. This is like serious stuff. And um, there's so many ways in which I could grow, and I think you know, even in just like the past seven months, um, I don't even recognize like myself as like either a business person or as a producer seven months ago. Um, And so I would say the result to answer your question is I have, you know, I have reasons uh, for the the way I do things right now, whereas before I was just kind of guessing. Um, which, you know, (laughs) I think is like kind of a scary place to be in retrospect.
0: What's been the byproduct of having reasons for what you're doing structure? So I went from basically not knowing when money
1: was coming in to now I know exactly when money's coming in, um, which it's, it's honestly crazy how big of a difference that makes um in terms of you know of course just like running running the business but also in terms of confidence um i think a big thing that you've talked about um even from when we first started talking together was like being able to go out and get work as as kind of a skill as a matter of you know something that you're able to do whenever you need to do it um and so a lot of the sk- sales skills that i i learned about and then have been you know working to develop since being in dark label um has basically led me from like a you know i guess shot in the dark method of finding and recru- recruiting clients to um actually having a system and now i have enough work to basically keep me busy um in addition to referrals that it's not really a you know it's not really a concern anymore now i can worry about kind of being the best producer i can be for my clients um and you know like advancing myself as an artist rather than, you know, worrying about um, when the money's going to come in
0: or, or that sort of thing. It's an important point about referrals because I know coming up and we're, we're a slightly different generation, but you may have heard similar things. We're like, it's all about referrals, right? Word mm-hmm. of mouth is how you build a, build a business in this business. You get, you know, you're really good. Do great work. People talk about you. More people want to work with you. That's absolutely still a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, 100 percent. Obviously, it's a byproduct of doing good work. Mm -hmm. But um, what we run into a lot, and you've seen this just because you met so many producers in there, is a lot of people will rely only on their network Mm -hmm. to get projects. And they'll trick themselves into thinking they know how to get work because they have work from their network because they are talented and they're good. And that's all fantastic. That's great um but it doesn't replace having the skill in your back pocket because what then happens and you're you're just starting out now but um or not starting out now but you're in the early stages of full time mm-hmm. but what i see a lot and what you've seen with the guys you know 10 years into full time when they realize oh crap all of my work kind of came from my network and my circle and mm-hmm. those circles have changed or dissolved or moved or whatever or my work came from this platform or this person and that thing is kind of not what it was or they're not around and they realize it's 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 a scarier feeling to realize, man, I don't really know how to procure my own work ten years in to be in full time. Your identities yeah Yeah. into
1: it and, and all that. Uh, totally. I mean, I think the biggest mindset change that really you brought about and like us working together was, you know, success is not a mystery necessarily. It, it's it's just a byproduct of having good systems in place. And I think that's something that I mean I have to constantly remind myself of that because mm-hmm. You know the reality is this is a this is a job this is a line of work. You know people have figured out how to do this and do it well and and you know live their life off of this this income. And so I think you know when when you kind of broke it down for me, um, it, it took a couple times. You know I, I don't think I was really receptive to this at first because I had referrals I had clients I thought I thought I was you know I was set <laughs> in terms of the amount of work that I had. Um, but when you really broke it down, here are the metrics that you need to be hitting here's the number of people that you need to be talking to every week um, in order to run a successful business. Um, You know, that kind of took the mystery out of it, which made me feel, I guess, a lot more secure. And it's like, okay, I have, I have, you know, the, the, the orders of what I need to do. um, And now I just need to execute. And, and that was a, that was a game changer for sure.
0: Yeah. And you do that stuff till you don't need to anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, like there is a version where, someone's demand is so high that people are just banging down their doors and want to work with them. Absolutely. But that's earned. Yeah. You know, um, we can all kind of want to go from even me uh, zero to 10, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 10 is our most ideal. I want to go from zero to 10. It's like, well, you got to kind of go to the three and the seven and all that before, before exactly. 10. The, the 10 is usually earned. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and I think the the whole thing about, doing it yourself too I mean, it's just hard to compete with uh not that i'm i'm some genius or anything but we just it's just so much data yeah 12 years of data from running production teams uh, companies producer businesses you know over 500 or something there's yeah it's hard to compete with the data if you're one person you know yeah no and that um, honestly that was a that was a huge selling point for me
1: was just to see okay you know I know I keep coming back to this, but this idea of like other people have done this, that is such a reassuring thought to me because I think a lot of this journey for, for most producers feels like very, you know, like you're the only person in the world doing it. And I think just like to talk to you and, and you, you've, seen, you've seen other people go through the exact same things that I was going through at every stage. And you, you were kind of able to point that out, be like, hey, this is what's happening. Here's how you're going to get through it. It was just invaluable.
0: Well, good. I also want to ask about our secret weapon, which has never been brought up in one of these client interviews before. Aaron Ferrucci. Yeah. Work with Aaron. So Aaron is co-owner of Dark Label and kind of works more on with you guys on like the, your, your creative side, portfolio side, second ear on client projects, industry questions. Uh, How was experience working with him? What do, what do you, uh, what you get, get from that? Yeah.
1: Aaron is excellent I mean I think you know the the value that he brought to my experience being a part of dark label um, to me it's like just as important as the business advice that I was getting along the way and the guidance there um, and the you know the systems that we talked about because to have someone of his caliber listen to you know let's say let's say I give him my best shot so to speak like like this is this is where I'm at skill level wise like Take a listen to this. Let me know what you think. To have somebody who operates the level that he does, you know, give you honest feedback about what you could do better, um, it's completely changed the way that I think about my productions um, in general. And you know, there'd be certain things, um, you know, when I would give him a track to listen to, and we would do the, the track review um, over Zoom like we've been doing. Um, He would listen to things that I thought I could kind of get away with, (laughs) like oh maybe the tuning is sloppy on this one word, but like the listener won't hear it. But Aaron heard it, and he's like, oh yeah, you got to fix that. (laughs) And you know, little little things like that. Not that I'm like trying to you know sneak weird stuff into productions or anything like that, but I think like you know to to have somebody who is you know really all about quality, um, just give detailed feedback in that way. It it demonstrated to me that he one really cares about my progression as a producer and the progression of producers in the group um but he also just cares about the art in general and i think it would have been really easy you know for somebody in his position to just be like oh yeah good job good track on to the next but you know he 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 does not um hold back in terms of you know kind of walking you through hey here is here's what would take this song to the next level you know kind of meeting you where you're at um skill level wise and then taking you you know the next step further is like i i think that was kind of an unexpected but hugely important um you know uh,
0: aspect of being involved in the program yeah he's a rare bird yeah (laughs) (laughs) someone at that caliber that's also that academic and good of a, a teacher and instructor is rare it's usually one or the other yeah um and uh yeah it's a pretty pretty special thing so i wanted to give him some kudos in here because everybody thinks it's just just me but I, in my opinion i'm i'm that much of dark label it's the, <laughs> the other people that are in there and aaron and james and all those guys and you know mm-hmm. andrew coming up with that new metric tracking document that beats the shit out of mine. Did you see that?
1: I, I, I saw it uh, pop up. I haven't taken a deep look at it. Oh,
0: it's (laughs) great. It's crazy. Um, and Jesse doing all the research with, you know, uh, vibrate and all those tools for finding artists and stuff. It's great. Mm -hmm. It's cool crew, man. Um, well, (laughs) <laughs> this is going to seem like I totally just teed up this next question. So why dark label? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we kind of already answered that, I guess, a little bit. But uh, you know, I, I think uh, just as as other options pop up in the market, I think there's good good options. Um, but any specific reason you went with with us and our community over other options you had? Absolutely. I mean, I, I think the biggest thing was. You know,
1: I, I've I'm I I've been around you know for you know like the I guess like the golden age of uh, you know uh, courses online courses and like stuff like that you know when that first became really popular on YouTube or just like you know these different like instructors coming up saying like you can make ten thousand dollars a month as a producer here's how you know all that stuff and, and I think that you know I I was at one point really jaded about you know what those types of people could could do. And dark labels nothing like that. It's it's a hundred percent like academic. I guess you use that word earlier. I think that's a really good word to describe it. It's like it's like here are the you know the tools that work now, but also here's here's a framework for how you can be successful in the long term that doesn't rely on trends, that doesn't rely on you know um, tactics that might only be in fashion for a couple months. Um, you know, making, making you kind of a better, more resilient business person. Um, you know, and, and I didn't really, I didn't even really understand the importance of that when I was deciding dark label initially. But now that I've been through the program, it, it just should like, it, it, it kind of like reassured me in the decision of, of like going with you guys because it really came down to how do you be effective as a business person? Rather than you know, kind of showing you some sort of hack or like method to to, to be successful in the short term, um, and then beyond that, you know the the fact that I had actually been you know consuming make pop music content, and you know I had been following other producers that had you know you had either worked with or that had been in your network, um, you know to to kind of see that and be like okay. I'm going to give these guys a shot because I can see that the producers who are in this sphere are doing legitimate things in the industry and, and actually, you know, like pushing, pushing the industry forward in a sense, you know, with education and things like that. Um, I think that was, that was, you know, just to go into my like decision-making process a little bit. Those were some of the main things that I was considering.
0: Yeah. I love it. Uh, Yeah. I like the point about the, uh, the short-term tactics. It's, it's a harder sell, yeah because short term tactics are we talk about them negatively right now and this're alluding as they're negative but they're they're fun yeah well and I don't <laughs> they're mean- fun it's nice to see <laughs> but but what we would rather do is the the inevitable issue with that is like yeah if that's the only thing you know then when it stops working or goes away or when everybody does it and it kind of di- dilutes then you're sort of back to square one versus mm-hmm. if you just sort of help someone develop the business acumen to kind of come up with their own little ways of doing stuff and, and to be able to spot trends and then they're kind of good forever. Like, um, and and that's, I'd rather do that. And it's honestly easier for me to teach than to try to be keeping up with every little sort of tactic chasing because by the time you master it, it's, you know, everybody in dark label, like you've, you've seen that a lot of them come up with their own little ways of doing things and share it with each other. Yeah. That's way more powerful than me trying to like master every little thing and then teach it to you guys. It just wouldn't be as effective. But what I can do is be like, here's how I look at this stuff so that you can spot, spot it and kind of, why don't you think about it this way? What do you think is the best piece of content to make? Have you actually thought about it Mm -hmm. instead of like, what content do I make? I don't know what to make. Well, sit down and think about it. What do you like? What, you know, if you teach people to kind of develop the optics and the, the, the acumen, that, mm-hmm. that to me is a better.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, you just reminded me, like, this is, this is another huge part of the program that I, I really haven't even touched on yet. But the community itself is a huge factor for me in, in like, the, 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 the way that I've been able to make so much progress in the last seven months, I think, is in part because of the network. Of other producers, kind of getting to watch their journeys, but also to kind of interact with them in real time, um, and you know, kind of like there, there have been so many times where somebody will either make a post or they'll say something in one of like the the live streams, and it will like completely change my mindset about something, or it will um, inspire me to want to try something a different way, like, um, like a uh, uh, with. Um, I'm forgetting his name right now, but, but uh, he was talking about building an audience on YouTube. Um, oh, Nathan yeah. Larson. Yeah. Nathan, you know, him, uh, you know, he even went to the, the trouble of like recording a video response to a question that I had for him. Um, and he shared that with me. And it was just like, you know, I think that was another important thing too, because I would, he, you know, he's so many levels beyond where I'm operating right now. And so just to hear, hear stuff like that, you know, firsthand, like almost in like this like private group, like it's reserved, you know, just for us. Like that was that would that was like a very, um, it, it felt it felt kind of like a, you know, like a privilege, <laughs> you know, to have access to that level of, 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 of information, um, you know, in like a closed, uh, like educational environment like that.
0: The community is 100% the best part. I mean, it's a community packaged with, you know, as, uh, work with Dan. I think people come to work with Dan and then they get in the, Oh no. Yeah. Dan's fine. Yeah. We'll, we'll call you, (laughs) we'll call you back. The community is what's cool. But I think people are just used to seeing everything has like a community attached to it. Mm -hmm. Um, and not, not negating what anybody else is doing, but like it's, it's just a different thing. It's, it's vetted. Everybody's had what? Three, four phone calls before we even like let them in. Other yeah. people will talk, you know, <laughs> members that are already members will have calls with them and talk to them and like, um, uh, we don't get it right 100% of the time. There's maybe 1% that are like, yeah, probably not a fit and we yeah. should part ways. But by keeping it uh, more, you know, private and, and very vetted, even if someone's mm-hmm. newer to business, but still vetted, like, okay, they're a professional person, you know, um, That that really is what my favorite part of it at least definitely yeah it's it's tempting to just be like open the floodgates and let a bunch of people in and build this big thing this big business and um it's just like man it's just not what's special about it yeah
1: and i've even noticed you know it's it's interesting to kind of see you know you can you can tell the people who are getting the most out of the community are also the most active and I definitely haven't been as active. I've had my head down a little bit, you know, in the last month or so, because I've really been focusing on, on some, you know, different projects. But like, I think, you know, being active in that community is like the the most unbelievable like act to getting the most out of the program itself. Um, and so I think that's like, you know, I, I always have to like, kind of remind myself to like get back in there and like, you know, keep interacting, like keep doing that because that's, you know... Almost half of 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 what the experience is, in my opinion, is like just seeing what other people are doing. Um, you know, reminding myself that I could always be, um, you know, doing something different or, or, or learning a new technique or you know sharing knowledge or receiving knowledge in some way. So, yeah, I would say, yeah, like the community, the community is huge and is not like you know an arbitrary add on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's networking one on one, right? If yeah. you're making yourself more seen, people are more likely going to. To connect with you and um I get that that can be difficult too because I'm not naturally that way myself, mm-hmm. you know. I like making my YouTube videos and people come to me and and I'll, you know, being a part of community. Um it takes some some getting used to and like you said, ebbs and flows. Like you don't have to be addicted to dark labeling in there all the time. There's gonna be some moments where you need to just do your thing and have a little isolation and focus on something. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully it's you know it's people feel comfortable to like even if they want just a private intro to somebody and speak off off the platform that's fine too but mm-hmm. definitely connecting with people there is 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 huge you know 100 um, percent. final question here would just be any advice that you would give to somebody who was in a similar kind of situation just gotten to full-time you know was part-time just gotten a full-time finally making it a thing any advice you would give to them absolutely yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, there's there was definitely
1: um, like there's a leap of faith in transitioning to full time. Um, and there was also a leap of faith in getting involved with Dark Label. And I think, you know, of course, in retrospect, I can't imagine having done any part of this process, you know, in the last seven months, eight months, without the guidance and like the knowledge and, and the, the support that I received from Dark Label during that time. Um, but I didn't know any of that going into it. So it was kind of, it was kind of like a, you know, it just, it felt like, okay, I'm going to try this thing out. I don't know exactly how it's going to pan out. Um, but I think now looking back, it's like, I'm kind of, I'm like thanking myself for having made that decision to, you know, to, to get involved with dark label. Because if I hadn't, um, you know, I just like, and I'm trying to think of a concrete example here. I think definitely in the financial realm, um, you know, I was doing a lot of kind of weird, um, nonsensical things in terms of like billing people. Um, I was charging too little. I was, you know, having like people were paying me, you know, like months apart, to where I couldn't really expect, you know, when things were coming in. Um, there were just so many aspects of how I was like conducting myself as as like a salesperson, as as a business owner that didn't make any sense. And it literally took, you know, phone calls with Dan and you know being involved with in the community, hearing what other people are doing to kind of like show me that that the way I was operating was not sustainable. And now I can safely say after having like a bunch of months where things were just not working and not resonating, um, the last two months have been the best of the year so far. And it just keeps getting better and better. So like I, I think all that to say, um I thank myself eight months ago for making the decision to, to do this because, um, you know, there are just certain things about, you know, being a producer in general, being an artist in general, stuff that you don't, you don't really know how it's going to pan out. Um, but in retrospect, it's like, there's, there's no other way it could have been. So I would say Dark Label is definitely one of those things. And um, I am grateful that I chose to, to move forward with you guys.